Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. I've noticed every time I come over, Mm -hmm. you have more decorations added to your house. Yes, I do. So she greets me at the door with her ghosty sweater on. I do have a ghost sweater. It's all, you're all decked out in ghost outfit. It's a ski apri sweater with ghosts instead of like the, really you know, those other objects that they put on those ski apri sweaters. Yes. It's just ghosts instead. And you have like purple lights everywhere in the living room. I like (laughs) your purple lamp shade. Yeah. There's a purple lamp in the living room that does not go with any decor in this house. Prince would approve. Yes, he would. But there's a story behind the purple lamp. Oh, what's the, what's the story well a couple of years ago um so i live with my folks and a couple of years ago um i pulled into our neighborhood it was summertime and i drove by the neighbor's house and they were having a garage sale and i saw the purple lamp sitting in the yard and i thought oh that's so cute i want that lamp but i had to go someplace so i got home and i said mom over on the street two streets down i told her the street name Mm -hmm. i'm not telling you guys but i told my mom i said Go down there because this house has a garage sale happening and there's a purple lamp there that I want. And I don't, I got to go do this other thing right now. I can't do it. <laughs> Will you run over there and get me the purple lamp? And she's like, yeah, sure. No problem. Okay, great. So I leave, she leaves. And um, a couple hours later, I come back and I walk in and she's sitting there and I, I go, did you get the lamp? She goes, Holly, um, that house was not having a garage sale. What? They, they were just cleaning out their garage. <gasps> and they were putting everything out on their front yard. Are you kidding me? And she goes, and so I go over. What? And I'm looking at all the stuff for sale. And they're like, can we help you? Your mom. <laughs> yeah. Because I just started taking stuff. Who put stuff on their front lawn when they're cleaning the garage? It's clearly a a garage sale. A lot of people do that. (laughs) If it's a garage sale, you'll see somebody sitting in a chair and there'll be stickers on everything. It looked like a legit garage sale to me. (laughs) There is stuff all over their yard. It looked absolutely like a garage sale was happening. Oh, that insane poor old lady. We'll just let her. We'll just let her take the lamp, honey. It's okay. Just you know, just that's probably how it happened. Oh my god! My mom's like, I'm looking around, and they're like, can we help you? And she's like, yeah. How much for the purple lamp? And they're like, it's not for sale. Well, you know what? Not a garage sale. It was meant then to be yours, Holly, because that is a very special lamp. I know. I noticed it right away. I'm like, that is a cool, cool purple lamp. I'm jealous. So So they sold the obviously they sold the lamp to my mom after she was like, oh, this isn't this isn't a garage sale. That's awesome. No. So she they did sell her the lamp. They're like, actually, we really don't need the lamp. We'll sell it to you. Okay, so then I got the lamp that way. But it's just stayed in the house ever since because the story is really funny. Aww. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. Yeah. Well, that's a good start to our paranormal and paranoid news. Yes, it is. <laughs> and like I said, I, I predicted, I think we both predicted that October is going to be a little crazy for everyone. 
So I hope when this airs, people are still, you know, in the mood to celebrate Halloween. Yeah. Woohoo. Do you have any special traditions that you celebrate on Halloween? You know, that your family is always done. Is there yeah. things you do every year? We used to, when my nieces and nephews were younger, we'd all get together and trick or treat. But they're all adults now, except for the youngest so one. You she's stop. 14. Okay. So she's practically an adult. She is mm -hmm. an adult, really. But I think she likes to uh, go to Halloween parties and stuff. So now we don't really gather like we used to. Mm -hmm. So so for you, it was more of like a, just a family get together. And yeah. And it's a big deal in my family. Mm -hmm. Halloween's a really big deal. We all really like it. So that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, I would always try and do at least one haunted house during the month of October. I'd always try and go to at least one. Um, and then there's this neighborhood within walking distance that we always go to and we always walk around looking at the houses with all the decorations on Halloween because it's one of those picturesque towns you could almost see it in a movie where all the kids are going around yeah. the circle with the roses and right. all the houses are decorated perfectly and yeah. it's just one of those neighborhoods so yeah. um, this has become our tradition we get our hot chocolate and walk around one of my favorite costumes that I saw last year was these glow-in-the-dark jellyfish things and they're super simple to make mm -hmm. it's just a clear umbrella mm -hmm. with lights and then they hang these um tentacles down that can be like party streamers oh yeah or like just anything you have around the house you can make and then the lights over the top like the stra strands of lights light them up and you look like a floating jellyfish going along because you wear dark clothes and then all you see is the floating umbrella I as like a jellyfish that. with the lights and the tentacle it's That's the easiest thing to make cute and it's the most beautiful i bet That's and really so cool. i saw a lot of those around and i'm like that is the coolest outfit it's yeah. not scary but it's really cool it looks cool yeah i bet but this year i'm gonna add a new tradition okay i have added the gift that you gave me of the haunted Lily doll. Yeah, Lily, Lily, Lily. So those of you, I know I've talked about Lily before. So Holly gave me this haunted Lily doll for Christmas and it freaked me out. But supposedly she's supposed to be good. She's supposed to protect your house and ward off evil spirits during Halloween. During the month of October. But during the rest of the year, she's supposed to stay put in the box. Or she'll, she turn, can, she'll turn evil. Right. Yeah, she'll run around your house like Chucky or something. And yes. we don't want that. Right. So this will be my first Halloween. We'll see if she does her job because last year my gargoyle was stolen. Right. And so the gargoyles, you know, they didn't do a good job protecting my house. So Or protecting themselves, I guess. Or even protecting. <laughs> they sacrificed themselves. Who knows what would have happened? So we'll have to see. But tonight I'm going to talk about some of the strangest Halloween traditions from oh, around the world. Cool. I love it. Yeah. So we know that the tradition of celebrating Halloween was said to have originated in Ireland with the Celts as a pagan holiday known as, and I know you love to pronounce this, Sawin. Yeah, Sawin. It's spelled S A M H A I N, but the yeah. M is silent. It's an Irish pronunciation. Sawin, right? yeah. Sawin. And the word means summer's end. It was considered a time when the veil between the physical world and the other world was at its thinnest. Many would partake in trying to communicate with the departed during this time. And they would also do these divination rituals along with celebrating the harvest and getting ready for the long, dark winter ahead. Yeah. But the Romans. You know, in order to create peace, they wanted to combine this holiday with the Christian holiday of the All Saints Day mm -hmm. on November 1st and All Souls Day on the 2nd. And it's interesting because some of these things are very similar in the fact that they really felt like during this time of year, 
is the time when you can communicate with the departed. Cool. And so even in these Christian holidays, these countries who celebrate it have used this time to honor the saints and their deceased loved ones by visiting their graves, going to church, and of course, praying for their souls. So even though the Irish immigrants brought this tradition over to the U.S., there are differences in how we celebrate the holiday. So instead of trick-or-treat, they will also include another game known as knock the dolly or knock a dolly. And I can't do it in an Irish accent, but children will run up to a house, knock on the front door, and then try and run away before anyone can answer. So it's DoorDash? You it's door basically dash. DoorDash, but they don't leave a bag of poop on your porch. <laughs> you know, that's <laughs> those they're, little they're extras. They're not playing it right then. They're not. <laughs> but anyway, that is a game they play. There's also an Irish card game. This is so cool. That's given out to kids and they have to choose a card out of the pile. And then whatever they pick out, they receive that prize that the picture is represented on the card. And I'm trying to like find this deck online to see what it looks like and what kind of prizes. But I think nowadays it's just pictures of a Stein of Guinness showing on all the cards. <laughs> so the children, you know, at an early age, get an introduction right. to their way of life. You get a this beer. is what we you do. Get a beer. You get a beer. You get a beer. Come on. Are you Irish or are you Irish? <laughs> this will put hair on your chest. <laughs> yeah. And supposedly they also bake a type of bread. I heard it's awful. But this is super cool. It's called Bambrick bread and it hides a treat. Oh. So my mom used to do this with birthday cake. She would wrap up coins and put it in the batter. And then when the cake would rise, it had a hard time rising with all that coinage in it. But we kids, we would eat it and try and get all the money out of the cake. And whoever How did got you the most... not swallow the coins? It was wrapped in foil. So your teeth would, I'd break a tooth maybe oh here God. and there on it. But like, you <laughs> Did your mom ever like bake a file into a cake and then go see a prisoner? And no. Like she's pretty good at that. <laughs> she she was good at these cakes, <laughs> but it was one of my favorite things. And I, I just, it reminded me of it because they do the similar thing. They don't put money in it, but they put a prize in there. Yeah. And the cool thing about this is that whoever finds this treat it's said that this thing will predict the future of whoever finds it. So I don't know what thing it is, if they're putting a magic eight ball in there what? or what kind of divination tool it is. Huh. I, I would like to know if you're Irish and you know this custom, I would like to kind of know more about it. Um, but, you know, they say the place to be during Halloween is in Ireland. They have thousands of people that attend their Banks of Foil Halloween Carnival and oh, wow. Dairy there's also many other celebrations around their haunted castles, and they're having a dance macabre parade in Galway free to the public. There's about 70,000 people that attend this every wow. year. And it's it's a different theme every year. I think last year they had to do like a virtual parade oh, or something. COVID. Right. But, um, you know, the tradition of carving pumpkins. Yes. So it started in Ireland, but they didn't have pumpkins. Pumpkins are very sparse over there. So the tradition started with carving scary faces into beets and turnips. Oh, yeah. You know how hard it is to carve a pumpkin? Yeah. Can you imagine trying to carve into a little no. beet? Or a turnip. Turn You'd yeah. have to grow those things pretty large yeah. to do it. But I saw a picture. They're pretty scary. The, and they've done really some yeah. great scary faces in them. So, huh. And the Scots, let's not leave out the Scots. No. They like to also celebrate. They celebrate with huge bonfires and drums. 
Okay. I think bonfires and drums is what they celebrate with every holiday, yeah. but <laughs> it's Tuesday. I get mean, the bonfires. Get, and the, get drums. the drums. <laughs> drums. It's Wednesday. Bonfires, freedom. Drums. Freedom. We can say that during Halloween. All right. And They'll never take all freedom. Or our Halloweenies. <laughs> okay. Now, Austria and most of Germany celebrate Halloween as they call it on All Saints Day. And they light candles for their departed loved ones. Austria has this huge pumpkin festival celebrated in Retzerland on November 11th. So it's much later than what we celebrate. But some believe if you leave bread and water out beside a lighted candle or lamp, the dead souls will feel compelled to return back to earth for a night. And I think, you know, who the winners are in this is all the ducks and birds. They love it because (laughs) the day after when no ghosts eat the stale leftover bread, everyone throws it out. They're the winners. There we go. Chicken, chicken, winner, dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, You know, my grandparents on my father's side both came from Germany. Oh. They used to take all the scissors in the house and hide them along with the knives the week of Halloween. <laughs> Always thought it was so strange they did that. Luckily, my parents, they didn't keep that tradition, but they did have this gigantic spoon and fork made out of wood hanging in their kitchen. Literally, these utensils were made for a giant. I'd stare at them and go, dear God, couldn't we hang a nice picture in our kitchen? Like, why do we have to have this obscene silverware? Yeah. But I always wondered, where's the knife? There's right. no knife. And now right. I know they must have had the superstition and left it off the wall because, you know, a giant knife like that, there's no way to hide it. Well, there's fight. no way. Especially when you're angry at your spouse. It's yeah, like you just I can stab you with a giant knife. Oh, a fork is pretty deadly That's too. But true. But this makes me think of all the stories we've done where ghosts throw silverware. Uh-huh. You know, I totally get this now. Yeah. Why Germans hide their cutlery. Because <laughs> of all the ghosts. Because of all the ghosts throwing cutlery. Especially the last week of October. Especially. That's when, they, when they do it. Yeah, that's what they say. Wow. Now, France doesn't do holidays, really. They're too cool for that. Yes, of course. They never officially recognize Halloween. Oui, oui. Yeah. <laughs> but word has it, the tradition of wearing costumes is starting to take root, and they are going to parties now. Well, that's a part of the Halloween. Halloween that most people love, is the, the chance to dress up and be really creative and mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah, it's that fun. is the fun part. Yeah. Especially, you know, for women getting to dress as a tramp, you know, once a year. <laughs> I know. That's their favorite. Every thing. costume is a sexy costume. It has to be. Because they're be. like, oh, this is my chance to be the sexy bunny. Guess what happened to me? Okay, what happened? Is this appropriate for the show? It is appropriate. Oh, okay. Remember how I told you a couple episodes back that I really wanted a Michael Myers mask? Yes. And it was too much money? Yes. Well, my very awesome boyfriend bought one at Halloween Spirit how did and gave he, it to me. How did he get it? He just went in there and took it. <laughs> what? He said he had a coupon. I don't know, but it appeared. And um, yes, I'm very excited. So he snuck in there, took them out. You know, he's very charming, too. I just Does want him- he sneak in anywhere else and I told sneak him, out? I told them, I go, I want you to wear it. And I want you to chase me around the house. <laughs> with the okay, knife. we're moving on. We're moving on now. But there's nothing wrong with that. No more new traditions um, to but talk no, about. I'm going to be Michael Myers for Halloween is my point. Okay. But he does still have the mask because I, I said, if you bought that mask, then 
we need to use it every day of October <laughs> to make up for the cost because <laughs> that's just ridiculous. So yeah, it's I'm very excited about it. We should do a challenge and have you wear it next episode. That like see if you can do the whole do the show. Whole I don't think I, think I don't my think voice I can look at you. I don't even think I could look at you with that on. It's so funny. I know. So let's move on to Italy now. Okay. Italy celebrates Halloween with a Walking Dead party at Castle Bardi in Northern Italy. It's a game to see who survives a deadly virus. And the castle is also very haunted. So not only do you have zombies, but ghosts to keep you company. England, in true Harry Potter fashion, celebrates Halloween with something called Mischief Night. Oh, nice. The mischief involves setting abandoned buildings on fire. Nice. And causing mayhem through vandalism. You took my line. <laughs> Sorry. Take those free. I, take the whole thing. No, no, no. Thing. no. No, 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 no. <laughs> stop, stop repeating me. Stop Sorry. copying me. Sorry. I was going to say, yes, I think right. Portland has that tradition too. And not just on Halloween. No. Thanks, Holly. It's every no. night. <laughs> yeah, that's good. And, and just like Ireland, they also carve large beets or turnips, but they call them punkies. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> Instead of pumpkins. I'm going to carve my punky. Punky, go get your punky. In the UK, it is a tradition to stand in a pitch black room and stare at your own face in the reflection. I would not like that. That'd be, that sounds creepy. It sounds like that devil game that it I talked about totally a couple episodes ago. It does. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, after a long while, the face of your future spouse will appear next to them. However, if they're never going to get married because of an early death, because that would be the only reason, right, <laughs> that you're not going to get married, a skeleton will show up instead. So I'm sure there's other Halloween stuff they do, but I, I'm picking the stuff I like yeah. that I hear about, about yeah. these nations. Now, Disney World, you yeah. know this. Yep. They have spread the idea of Halloween to so many regions of the world with their theme parks and movies. It didn't used to be a thing celebrated in like Asian com- uh, countries, you know, mm-hmm. so in Japan has totally embraced this tradition now. Oh, cool. They love Halloween. Yay. Yay, Japan. Well, since the year 2000, they host a big celebration in Tokyo called the Kawasaki Halloween Parade, showcasing costumes of about 2,500 people, mostly dressed in cosplay. They even have ghost trains that are decorated in spooky lights, and people can ride in costume at night. Hmm. China celebrates Halloween not really as Halloween, but it's it's a holiday that they have around Halloween. It's with a feast called the Hungry Ghosts. Hmm. They will pull out pictures of their deceased relatives and place food in front of them so they can put on a layer of fat before the cold winter arrives. <laughs> That's so kind of them. That's so funny. <laughs> they also light lanterns and bonfires as part of the celebration. Now, the Czech Republic... Likes to put iron chains around the fire, which help anchor the spirit to earth in order so they can converse with their loved ones. I'm just like trying to envision this. That's weird. It's like, you must stay here and talk with me. I'm going to bind you to earth with this iron chain. It sounds more like a, like they're going to bind people to the fire and then let the fire take them. That's what I think about it. You would think that I way. Would, I would think that way. Stephen King, are you listening? This is a great start to a horror, horror movie. <laughs> there you go. Horror novel. The celebration is called Commemoration of All the Departed. 
<laughs> including ones we're going to chain around the fire. No. <laughs> they will also visit the cemeteries and bring flowers and tokens of remembrance to their tombstones. But I think one of the most amazing celebrations around the world is, of course, done in Latin America, Mexico, and Spain. They celebrate D de los Muertos. Yes, I the like The Day that. of the Dead. Yeah. It's their belief that on Halloween night, spirits of their loved ones come back to visit their friends and family, sticking around for the feasts and celebrations until November 2nd, when they all decide to go back to the other side until next year. You know what I don't get? Hmm. Why all the food for ghosts? I Why do they think food can be eaten by ghosts that's so weird to me it's i think it's just the idea of the offering so for example when you've died and you don't no longer are you able to enjoy the things of what makes you alive like the taste of food the smell of food the taste of wine so you put those things out there to them as we haven't forgotten you we know you can't experience these scenes any longer but this is for you to have i think it's just more of a symbolic gesture to those yeah. who have passed well i know um you know people will decorate these elaborate altars and have their pictures of their loved ones yeah. there and yep. tokens with yep. and they'll go you know decorate the graves with gifts including their favorite food candy and flowers one thing that they will add is incense and they feel that by burning incense this lures the spirits out of their graves oh interesting now if you're in spain you might be so lucky as to get a drink made for you called the quemada it's a special halloween drink made and it's alcoholic it's made in a pumpkin and heated over the fire oh cool nice. traditionally this drink came from the celts and was made to drink while chanting a spell to ward off the evil spirits oh but i don't know if they teach you the spell they just give you the drink okay yeah okay. i think out of all these amazing traditions i would want to celebrate halloween in transylvania romania <laughs> and you know where yeah bran castle that's right rumored to be the former home of vlad the impaler the ruler yep. of romania and yep. the inspiration for the novel Dracula. Yep, he was badass. Well, they have this crazy Halloween party with the sounds of the hounds of hell howling <laughs> outside all night. <laughs> yes, thank you. A costume contest, Halloween music, and the party rages until 4 a.m. in the morning. Mm, wow. They also have blood-themed cocktails. I bet. And many people come home with bites on their necks. <laughs> That's what I hear. Do actual vampires attend? I think... You will see a lot of vampires there. <laughs> I think because of the popularity of the castle, they only allow travel groups to book it. But the travel group G Adventures has a seven-day exclusive Halloween tour in Transylvania. And cool. it includes tickets for the party at the castle. Um, so this I might be go. added to my bucket list. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so I hope our listeners can add a new tradition or perhaps a vacation destination to their Halloween yes. celebrations. Yes. That is if we aren't too scared to go out and do anything. I want to go to Bangor, Maine, too, and see Stephen King's house. They're renting out the Scream house. So, yeah, this Airbnb host I it was a will movie put set. it up. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. so, too. But I think they're doing it as a special promotion. Oh, huh, okay. Anyway, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's already booked. But I'm sure it is. I heard that they're, like, doing something special for that. Mm -hmm. Well, I came across some crazy stories about people finding strange things as they renovate their homes. Oh, <laughs> creepy. Okay. One story from a poster on TikTok, Tiffany, tells of her experience with her new home. She and her husband fell in love with the house, even though 
The inside of the home needed some updating and work. After purchasing the home and moving in, they dove into the renovations, her husband remodeling the kitchen, and she working on removing the old layers of wallpaper. She said that the weird thing about the house is that every single wall was covered in wallpaper, including the ceilings. Tiffany said she was really enjoying peeling it off, comparing it to peeling a sunburn. But she started to realize under each layer of wallpaper, there was a name and date written on the bare wall. <laughs> Curious, she Googled one of the names and the date, finding it linked to an actual missing persons report. Wow. So she continued trying another one. Same thing. Mm. It linked to a person who was missing on the same date that was written on her wall. Mm. So she wrote the list of all the people she found so far on the walls that were missing. And yes, they all came up online as reported gone missing as children or as adults um, a mixture okay she decided to call law enforcement who upon investigating told them they were no longer allowed in their home whoa they got a call soon afterwards from the police telling them it will be quite a while before they can live in the home because the wallpaper is not wallpaper it's skin what yeah so you know when I read the story, I'm like, no way. It's skin, really. But then I've heard, like, people make shoes out of human skin. Books, old books were made out of human skin. You've never heard this? No, yes, I have. I'm just trying to understand how you can make skin into wallpaper. I don't know. So I immediately went to the comments, right? Because my red flag was, sure. like, raised. Yeah. Turns out that people were saying... This girl is reading the story firsthand as if it is her true experience, but oh. it's not. Okay. There is a disclaimer at the bottom that she got the story off of Reddit called The New House mm. by Bat Out of Hell, 821 <laughs> feet. So I'm I'm saying this probably is not a true story, but it had yeah. you going, right? So it's pretty creepy. So creepy yeah. and so worth, you know, reading because it is scary to think about. But mm. this next story is absolutely true. Ooh. No. It, I don't know. But it was shared on <laughs> it was shared on several websites and comes from a lady who goes by Lubo Bang on TikTok who also found a creepy message hidden underneath many layers of wallpaper, okay. which had been added over the last 150 years. And back in the day, people would just add new layers of wallpaper over the you know, old one rather than removing it first. Yeah. So in some cases, you could have three or four layers of wallpaper depending on the age of the house. Okay. So this woman was renovating her 150-year-old home in Georgia when she found a strange message written on the last layer of the wall. There was a date written on the wall September 10th and the words doomsday was written underneath. <laughs> to me, this was a great relief because, hey, we're in October, right? Yeah. Woo. But of course, Holly, there was no year written. Of course not. Of course not. How convenient. How mm. prophetic. How, how you know, just, just to leave the year off. Yeah. I have another one for you. Jonathan Lewis, there's a bunch of these, had just purchased his home in Liverpool, England. And this article was published really recently, September 20th, 2021. On several reputable websites like Lad Bible and New York Post. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know it's not on Anomalian, but come on. Yeah. They can't publish if everything. It's not on Amalian. It, it's not. <laughs> it can't be true. <laughs> he was excited to check out a space beneath the stairs that had been boarded up. 
bad idea, Jonathan, bad idea. He said there was a wire coming out where the previous owners had placed the fridge it's and was just curious. Boarded up for a reason, yeah, Jonathan. Just curious where the wire was plugged in. Curiosity killed the cat. It did. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, he punches a hole in the wall and finds a little rag doll wearing a dress and holding nope. a handwritten note. Nope. Nope. Yes. You just put those boards right back where you found them. Oh, no. More nails. It reads as follows. Quote, dear reader, new homeowner. Thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. Oh, my God. I didn't like them. So they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry. Like somebody else I know over here. <laughs> it was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them. So I hope you have knives. Hope you sleep well. You know, this is probably convincing evidence why cutlery should always be hidden all the I time. I think that's a hilarious way to fuck with people who buy your house. Yes. Okay. It, this is awesome. She signs it with two X's, a line, and then there's a little O underneath, and she dots the O in the middle like it's this eye staring at you from under the thing like there's a monster under your bed it's the creepiest thing so when he was interviewed Jonathan said he felt like the whole thing was a prank and didn't really believe a possessed doll was going to stab him right that's what they say in every movie that's true oh it's just a harmless doll he's not familiar with your Robert the doll story is he or Annabelle apparently Annabelle. not well maybe he isn't scared because he rarely sings and makes merry many of his friends though are encouraging him to move out immediately and sell the house <laughs> burn the house <laughs> jonathan listen to them they are very good friends right he said now the real estate agent you know really thinks the note and doll was placed there when the house underwent the last remodel which was just a few years prior to being placed on the market Mm. Um, so we'll have to check back in with Jonathan and see how he's doing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. A lot of people visit cemeteries this time of year. What would you do if you were walking through and saw an ancient grave with human hair flowing out of it? Whoa. I don't know. I would think a Halloween prank, right? Maybe. I mean, this time of the year. Well, 37-year-old Joel Morrison from California said on close examination, he realized it was definitely human hair coming out of the crack in the grave. Ew. And it was Blech. it was like a huge amount of hair. Ew. I saw the picture. It was like Ew. this long, dark, it, you know, it was like, who's the girl again in the ring? Yeah. The dark. Samara or something. It was like Samara's hair coming out but of the grave. But if you're gray, if you're if you're buried in your grave, you're supposed to be six feet down. Okay, so exactly. And when I saw the pictures, I was so confused because the body isn't buried in the stone grave marker, marker, right? It's in the casket. So unless the casket was made of biodegradable material, how does that happen? And whose hair grows that long? I mean, yeah. I've heard rumors that your nails and your hair do grow after death, but this is such a strange story. There is a theory that squirrels found a crack somewhere and just started pulling the hair out to make a nest in the space between the headstone and the base. Nope. This is why people shouldn't be buried too close to a tree Mm -mm. because they will be made into a squirrel nest. (laughs) Once... (laughs) 
<laughs> they will this be is terror tip into a squirrel nest. I'm conveying a very important oh terror tip right now. Did you see a squirrel Once? running around the park with an ear, a decapitated ear in his I'm terrified mouth. of squirrels. <laughs> they're everywhere in That's Portland. That's because they live in your attic. No, they, they're everywhere. And they're big. They work out. They're taking over Portland. Yeah. And once the roots find their way into the casket, I mean, the roots destroy everything. They destroy sidewalks all the time. So the man went back the next day to collect a hair sample for a coroner to examine and found someone had pushed the hair all the way back into the grave so he couldn't reach it. Well, maybe that person who's buried there just pulled it You back. think just like <laughs> me. We was. have the same brain. I know. That's except why I, I love kids. It's why, <laughs> <laughs> it's why we finish each other's sentences and tell each other's jokes. That's right. I hope the family of the gravesite was contacted because if it was my loved one in there, I would want to make sure all the cracks are sealed and nothing like this could happen again. That's creepy weird. St. Joseph Catholic Cemetery in Sacramento, California, mm-hmm. the star of the zombie apocalypse you heard it here on fireside phantoms thank you okay i'm almost done but we have one last thing to talk about okay the farmhouse which was the inspiration for the scary movie the conjuring yes is up for sale holly oh my god 1.2 million dollars now is it that much because it actually could sell for that as a regular house or is it selling for that because it's the conjuring house i don't know because I don't know Rhode Island real estate property and Mm -hmm. what things are worth, but I can describe the house. Okay, so this listing popped up on the Sotheby's International Realty website. Mm -hmm. Its current inhabitants say this house is definitely haunted. Um, This is a steal of a property, though, I think, because listen to this. It has 14 rooms, but I'm I'm looking at it from Portland real estate prices. 14 okay. rooms, <clears throat> parking spaces for four cars. Okay. Has 8.5 acres. Okay. Oh, there's a bunch of acreage. Okay. Yeah. The downsize, <clears throat> though, this is why I would never buy it. Mm-hmm. It only has one full bath and a half bath. Oh, yeah. That's not enough. You definitely need more bathrooms for that size of a house. Yes, you do. Yeah. You... Plus, there's the demon that lives in the basement that's also right. going to knock it down a couple pegs. Right. This house is rumored to be haunted by the presence of Bathsheba Sherman, yeah. who in the movie The Conjuring was portrayed to be an evil witch trying to destroy the Perrin family who lived in the house back in the 1970s. Isn't she the one that had the crush on the dad? Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Um, the house is super old, built in 1836, but some say it was actually built in 1736, but it just didn't get put into the record books until much later. The present owners, the Heisens, say they think the ghosts that haunt the place, though, are from King Philip's War, which was fought in the area from 1675 to 1676. Yeah, they don't think Bathsheba's there anymore. Okay, maybe they banished Bathsheba. They did, but they said there's def- it's definitely haunted, and they think it's it's from the soldiers in the war. Okay, all right, like a Gettysburg um, situation. Yeah, and we would love to hear about who buys this home. Zach. <coughs> <laughs> there you go, Zach. It's for sale. Are you listening? I'm someday he's gonna listen to our show. Yes, and he's gonna be like, sure. I so appreciate these girls. <laughs> They're always Giving telling me heads what up to buy on what's for sale. It's coming down the pike, right? So, and I think it's really cute. The real estate listing posts that the spirits will come with the property. So good luck. <laughs> well, that's wow, it. Cool. Have a have a great evening. And are we um, doing a no tarot? 
Yeah, I guess we could. Do you have something you want to read on? I want to read on whether Jonathan's house with the doll is going to give him trouble in the future. Yeah, that's a good one. Or yeah. if it just really is a harmless pr prank and he has no let's do that. No one. reason to be fearful. That one sounds pretty okay. Good. We'll be right back. Okay, right back. Bye. You just showed me the most amazing gift you got. Oh yes, that's right. You got. An advent calendar for Halloween. And I, I cannot believe you manifested that after I, we wished for one. It's so funny. So my best friend, Stephanie, lives in Texas and she listens to the show. And she said she laughed when she heard us talking about Halloween advent calendars. Right. Because she's like, I already got one for you that I made. And it's amazing. <laughs> it is it's so, cool. so cute. It's a haunted house. And each, um, all the days of October are represented by little boxes and it lights up even. She made this. And of course she did because she's kind of like Martha Stewart. Oh, Everything she, she touches looks. Perfect. I'm going to take a picture of this, put us on the you Instagram should. because it is the most amazing. Yeah. Cute advent yeah. calendar. I would never, I would never think somebody just made that. I know. It looks like she bought it at the store, but and the she's little that drawers, talented. yeah, the little drawers are like windows. Yeah, um, yeah. And they've got little symbols on them, like the crow and the moon and Black like cat. skulls and yeah. pumpkins. It's super cute. Yeah, we should take a picture and put it on the Instagram. And Holly gave me a treat inside, and guess what it is. It's my favorite candy of all. <laughs> I know what it is. I'm looking at it. I love your friends. It's the pumpkin candies. The pumpkin like can the candy corn well, pants. So she um, included that in the package. <gasps> so I put a so pumpkin happy. in each drawer so that I'd have something to eat every day until Halloween. Anyway, thank you so much. That is Thanks, so thoughtful. Stephanie. Thank you. I love it. It's so cute. Yes. So, cute. so, okay, we're ready to do our tarot. What's the name of your tarot deck and uh, the author's? The tarot deck is, well, I'm actually using one that you just bought, and yeah. um, you bought a bunch for Halloween. I just bought the bunch because I shouldn't, but I did. <laughs> I know how it is. You can mm -hmm. never have enough tarot. That's right. Um, this one is the Darkwood Tarot by Sarah Graham and by Abigail Larson, and it is adorable. They look just the artwork is amazing the artwork looks like um walt disney illustrators made a tarot deck it really does as a matter of fact the front cover uh the girl has a little cape she just looks like Belle from beauty and the yeah. beast there goes the baker with his tray like always <laughs> the same old bread and rolls to sell <laughs> and a tarot card he has every I'm morning going. just the same <laughs> shows i'm gonna be dead by the end of the day no <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding so i drew um three cards for a question the first thing that we got is a troubled youth, <laughs> a dangerous youth. Mm -hmm. The Knight of Swords is upside down, reversed. Mm. And so this message that he got is not coming from the best intentions. So it was a mischief played. And that is the starting point. Yeah. The second is literally the parade of ghosts, the six of wands. That's what they call it in this deck. The so parade haunted. of ghosts. So, so haunted. So haunted. You're screwed. Jonathan. Just freaking get out. <laughs> get out while you can. Run. Don't walk. Yes. And the end, the end for you is not good. It ends with the four of swords. Yeah. And we know it's this woman. It looks like she's sleeping beauty and her prince is by her side. But unfortunately, she's got four swords 
coming down upon her from the ceiling. Like a serial killer about ready to stab you like the doll. Like ghosts with cutlery. Yeah. You know, I would say, Jonathan, you might be safe during most of the year, but definitely not during Halloween. No. Mm -mm. And put your cutlery away. This is not a good sign. Get rid of that doll, whatever you do. The Four of Swords is all about timeout, sickness, and a very painful situation. And isolation. And isolation. Yes. So mm -hmm. not a good thing to experience in your home. No. Nope. But we wish you the best of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you decide. Good luck. Good luck to you and your blessings doll on you. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Holly, what do you get? Well, I'm using the Light Sears Tarot by Chris mm. Ann, and it's um, I really like this deck. It's really cool. I love her artistic approach. The colors are amazing. Um, I got an interesting take here because I wanted to know, is this really something that he should be worried about or not? So I got the strength card. Ooh. I got temperance and yeah. I got the page of pentacles. Interesting. So strength to me means that I think that whatever this doll thing is, I, I don't know if the people that put it and walled it off in there, either the doll really had something going on with it and they dealt with it by walling it off or somebody was mentally ill and they believed that there was something going on with the doll and they walled it off. It was one of those two yep. things. <clears throat> and so that's a major arcana card. There are two major arcana cards in here. Yeah. So I think that it was either somebody was dealing with their own demons and they put the doll on the wall to get to, to just deal with getting it away from them because they thought there was something going, going on with the doll. But or there was something going on with the doll. Um, and it was not a crazy person. It was, was there somebody, something going on with the there doll? There was something Paula? happening with that doll. <laughs> and then it's followed by the temperance card. Now, to me, this card, the way it's drawn, he's got angel wings uh, around him. Ooh, I like and that. he's got, uh, the, of course, the two discs that he's balancing. But I think that he is divinely protected. Yes. Mm -hmm. I think that um, that's a spiritual cocoon that he is in and that he will probably be okay. But we end with the Page of Pentacles, which to me means the doll might be a little mischievous if it's left to its own devices to run around and run amok. So mm -hmm. I don't see any real danger cards, but if I were him, I think for the Page of Pentacles, I would probably just take it to the dump and hopefully it doesn't find its way back <laughs> yeah and you know if you take this in light of my cards because mine were a little bit more nefarious especially the four of swords yeah um maybe pray for divine protection yeah too yeah that's true that's a good point divine protection and throw some salt around for god's sake and maybe wall the wall back up wall the wall you don't need that doll back open yep you just kind of just want to put that back where it was that's right mm-hmm so that's what we got for you guys. Yes, have a good spooky night. Yeah, and Halloween will be here before you know it. Just a few more sleeps. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts, and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode. <laughs>